0: Hey there, welcome to Be Well with Steph, the podcast, the show for women who know that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal and who are ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor, a little bit of grace, and a lot of coffee. I'm Steph Jenko, your holistic nutrition coach and your host, and I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a healthy lifestyle you love, a lifestyle that gives you the strength energy and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Steph Jenko. I'm your wellness and nutrition coach and your host. And we are exploring some topics this month for March related to uh, nutrition because it is National Nutrition Month, but specifically food freedom and the way that nourishing our bodies is connected to having a healthy relationship with food. It's a topic I'm really excited to be exploring. We started last week, episode 40. So if you haven't listened to that yet, definitely encourage you to go back, listen to episode 40, where I talk a little bit about the idea of letting go of some of our old diet habits, why it might be important to do that, and some ways to get started instead in developing this idea of food freedom, what food freedom is, and beginning to develop a good relationship with food. Well, since then, um, I've thought of a couple other things. So I want to go on with this idea of food freedom just briefly this week. And then next week, we're going to dive into some more actual like nutrition type topics where we'll look a little more at nourishing our bodies more easily. My whole goal is to make nourishing and caring for your body easier, more habitual, more routine, not something that is a source of stress, but is a source of energy and joy. So we're going to talk a lot more about nourishing. But I had this really um, like epiphany moment on Instagram during one of our coffee chats um, as another part of our relationship with food. So that's really what I want to talk about. Someone had brought up that part of food freedom, a good way to have more freedom around your dietary choices and to have more of a sense of freedom and control when it comes to food. And someone had had mentioned that one of the key parts of that is listening to your body's responses to food, is strengthening your um, understanding of your hunger and fullness and of other uh, body cues. So I wanted to talk about this listening to your body idea and the idea of communication in relationships. So when I think of having a healthy relationship with a person, communication is something that comes up as a really important piece of the puzzle, right? You have to have good commu- communication skills. You have to listen to a person you're in a relationship with of any kind. You need to feel like you are listened to and understood and that you're kind of on the same page and understand each other's ideas and needs in order for your relationship to grow. Communication is essential. I'm pretty sure we could all agree on that. So when we think about the idea of improving our relationship with food, let's bring that idea of communication in, in regards to the idea of listening to our bodies and listening to our body's responses to food. Communication is so important. So have you ever talked to someone and you are telling them something, you're sharing an opinion or a feeling or a need And you're looking at them and you can tell that they're already formulating their response to you in their head before you're even done talking. Maybe you've found yourself doing this. You're having a conversation. You have a differing opinion maybe from someone and you're already pre-planning your response. You're not even really hearing what they're saying. You're thinking of what you are going to say next. Well, if you're doing that, you're not truthfully listening to that person and what they're expressing and responding to that. Or if it's the other way around, if you're the one talking and that person is already thinking of what they're going to say next, then they're not truly listening to what you are saying or expressing or needing. Let's think about this in terms of our relationship with food. If we are following a set of diet rules or a diet plan, or a diet program. And I'm not even necessarily talking about extreme restriction in, forms of di- like in reference to dieting. I'm just talking about following something prescribed or pre-planned. If we're doing that, we're not necessarily listening to what our body needs. We've already decided we're going to tell our body what it needs. We're going to give it the prescribed plan. We're going to follow the diet, regardless of what our body is saying to us. And when we do that, we're not exactly listening to our own hunger or fullness cues. We're not necessarily paying attention to our digestion, our satisfaction, our energy level, et cetera. When we talk about learning to listen to our body as a part of a good relationship with food or health, we're meaning paying attention to the cues our body is giving us and then responding appropriately, not responding with, well, sorry that you're hungry body, I'm not listening to you and I'm not feeding you right now. Or sorry, you're full right now, body. You have to eat anyway because it's the right time on the timetable, right? We're ignoring our body's cues and we're telling it um, without listening to, to kind of make that analogy of having good communication in a relationship. We're not really communicating well with our bodies when we're following something prescribed and not making adjustments, Now, you could follow, like, say you're at the beginning of a week and you have mapped out a meal plan for yourself or you're working with someone who's given you a a meal plan or you've worked it out together. You have an intention for how you'd like to eat over the course of the week. There's nothing wrong with that. It's great to have intentions. Plans can be really helpful and useful for keeping us on track for not, you know, being paralyzed by decision making when we're busy or anything like that. You know, there there's certainly many benefits to having plans in place. I do think it is important to have flexibility among within the plan. So just because you've said this is the meal that we're eating for lunches this week or this is what I'm cooking for dinner on Monday, that's fine. Where we listen to our body is where we think about Am I hungry for a snack before or after that? How hungry or full am I while I'm eating so I pay attention to if it's time to stop or if my body needs more, that that kind of mindfulness in eating. Maybe it's noticing after a meal, how does my body feel? Hungry, full, energized, strained? You know, how does my digestion feel? Is my head clear? And maybe making a note of, all right, so next time, would I want to eat this again, or would I want to make any adjustments to the way that I ate it, the timing, the amount, et cetera. It's paying attention to the information that our body is giving us, and then allowing that information to help us drive our nourishment choices, to help us drive our food plans, to help us make modifications, and then to feel good about it. So this, this communicating with our body, about the food that we're eating or the food that we need is a really crucial part to developing a healthy relationship with food, to developing food freedom. And by food freedom here in this context, we're talking about not having to eat something because it's on the plan or because it's part of the diet or not skipping something because it's not on the diet, but instead using our information about nutrition that we know, using the information that our body is giving us to make choices, to have the freedom to make the choices that are going to best suit our body. So I just wanted to bring up this idea of listening to our body because I feel like food freedom, listen to your body are like these uh, trendy phrases that are often thrown around, but we they don't necessarily mean anything to us. So if we're going to continue to work toward food freedom. If we're going to continue to work toward the ability to make our own nutritional choices as they suit our body and our lifestyle, I think listening to our body really needed to be unpacked. So listening to our body again, meaning, am I full or hungry? Is this food making me literally feel good? Am I thirsty or not? Um, am I waiting a long time between meals and getting cranky or getting a headache? And, and that's something that can be adjusted. You know, Paying attention to the signs our body is giving us and then not telling our body, that doesn't matter, we're following the plan, but instead telling our body, I'm listening to you, I respect the cues that you're giving me, and I'm going to respond appropriately to them to the best of my ability. Don't expect that this necessarily happens overnight. If you've been following plans for a long time, if you are used to operating off of a meal plan or a nutrition program, it definitely takes some time to gain this freedom. It takes some time to learn to, um, for your body to give you the cues that you need and for you to learn how to respond to them. It's not, again, we're, we said last week, if you listen to that episode, we're past the quick fixes at this point. It's not about that. It is about, putting in a little bit of the effort and a little bit of the thought to do the work to repair and foster a good relationship. We've all, we all know that relationships take work, right? To be a little bit cliche, they'll say that relationships take work. The, the relationships you have with your friendships, the relationships you have with a partner, relationships with your family, you don't just simply exist and have a great relationship. They take effort and learning, communication, communication, understanding, right, all of those things that we would say are a part of um, and love and respect, those things that we would say are a part of healthy relationships with people are paralleled in our relationship with food. It's equally as important that we come from a place of love and listening and respect and abundance and communication and all that good stuff when we have our relationship with food, So that's just a little bit of food for thought for you today. Um, as we're continuing this, this journey toward more food freedom together, I'd love to hear what you think of this connection about communicating with our bodies and listening to our body's responses, not giving it like our, our pre thought response, but listening to what our body is saying and giving it a thoughtful, appropriate response. So definitely, um, reach out to me on Instagram or send me an email on Instagram. It's at be well with Steph via email. It's just Steph at be well with And as always, it's just me chatting with you on the other end. So I always love to hear you. I'm here to support your journey. I'm here to support your journey, navigating away from a diet culture into one of food freedom and a healthy relationship with food surrounding nourishment and self-love I'm here for you. We'll be back the rest of March with some episodes, again, that are a little more nutrition-focused and nutrition-specific, so I hope you come back and hang out for those. If you're looking for other ways to improve your nutrition this month, the month of March, if you're listening in real time... um, There are some other ways that we can do that. You could jump into the Be Well Together membership with us, which is a monthly online membership community with tons of resources, videos, recipes, and workshops, and a discussion forum. So we can be in community with one another as we are on this nutritional journey. So you can join us um, in the membership community. There's a free seven-day trial on that. So if you ever want to just pop in and like, see what the membership is all about. You can do that, like no strings attached. So pop in, visit us. Maybe you'll want to hang out there. If you're looking for a little bit more individualized support when it comes to your nutrition and wellness journey, I am available for that as well through one-on-one wellness lifestyle coaching. So we'll put all those links in the caption And I'm really excited to hear your thoughts and how things are going for you along this food freedom and healthy food relationship journey. We'll talk more soon. Thank you so much for listening to Be Well with Steph, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here. And I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to bewellwithstuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm Be well with Steph everywhere you like to hang out on social media. So come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well.